Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hola gente, Ish here. So the holidays are around the corner and I can hear the chorus of all the people out there saying right now when it comes to shopping for men. I never know what to get my husband, boyfriend, brother, dad, etc., so on and so on. Bueno, what if I told you about the perfect gift? Huh? Well, it's the perfect jeans. No, that's literally the name of the company, and they're not lying. I've been wearing their jeans for about a month now, and it's the softest and most comfortable pair of pants that have ever hugged my booty without squashing everything else. Guys, you know what I mean, right? Some of these jeans don't leave much room for the boys, do they? So when I give a pair of jeans made for men that alleviates that crushed nuts feeling, trust me, that is a thing we struggle with. And you can even save 25% off your first order by using promo code Pero 25 when visiting theperfectgene.nyc. There's a variety of styles. You got slim fit, skinny fit, and they now have athletic fit too. So there's definitely variety to choose from. Honestly, it just sounds like the perfect holiday gifting solution to us. So don't forget, visit theperfectgene.nyc today and use code Pero 25 for 25% off the perfect gene as the perfect gift for your perfectly imperfect Ho, ho, ho! <laughs> Happy holidays and Merry Christmas, everyone. It, the holidays are here. Yeah, 2020 is ending for better or for worse. But the holidays are here. And while we all love chestnuts roasting on an open fire, hairy chestnuts, not so much. Well, our friends at Manscaped are here to save the holidays. You know, we've only been telling you about Manscaped pretty much all of 2020, right? This Christmas, Manscaped is offering their performance package bundle. The perfect gift for your favorite package. Manscaped's got all the gadgets and all the scents your guy can want. Seriously, the scent is like so good. It's it's fresh, it's clean. I mean, not for nothing, Manscaped, but they should make like a candle or like a room, uh, 
odorizer or something of it. Who knows? Uh, mira, it includes the Lawnmower 3.0 body trimmer, the Weed Whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, the Crop Preserver ball deodorant, and the Crop Reviver ball toner. And if you get Manscaped's performance package now, they'll even toss in a pair of their briefs and travel bag. And not for nothing, their briefs are awesome. If you really want your bells jingled, use promo code PEDO20 at manscaped.com for 20% off your order and free shipping handling. It's a season for the perfect gift with the perfect promo, so use PEDO20 as your promo code when ordering your performance package bundle at manscaped.com. Feliz Navidad, everyone. Hi, people. This is DJ. This is Ish. And this is season, season three, three of PEDO Let, Let Me Tell, tell You. you. Damn it, now I can't think. I also had no, a drink. No, this is better, let me tell you. We should be singing Con mi burrito sabanero oh. en camino de Belén. Which I have which, to say. Which, which. Well, welcome, welcome to, to episode, episode 140. 140. 140. 140. <laughs> Are you sure it's 140? 140. It is 140. I had the drink, but it's not 140, everyone. You know this year I've been all over. That's true. That's true. That's Welcome true. to our holiday episode. Year-end blowout extravaganza. Hopefully this holiday episode does not get erased like last year's holiday episode. This is also very true. Welcome, everyone. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Pacua. Happy Hanukkah. Yes. Kwanzaa. To Kwanzaa to all of our you know, listeners. Thank you so much. We yes. made it through 2020. Woohoo! We're here. We're and. You're going to be hearing a lot of this during a this lot episode. of yes. It's there's going to be a lot of angels getting their wings in yeah. this episode. Yes, a lot yeah. of them. But no, you said the, the the Sabanero thing, and actually one of our listeners got back to us. Oh yeah. Yes, she is from Venezuela, uh-huh. and she loves the fact that we first of all brought up burrito, burrito Sabanero and mentioned mentioned that it is Venezuelan. It is okay. Yeah, Venezuela. And I'm actually looking for it right now. So give me one second. You didn't know um, Venezuelan. I did not know that. I didn't yeah. know. Uh, in fact, I have... Go, go. Very, very, very... Wait, let me take this off because then the whole episode is going to be me talking with... The, oh, so the, Sabanero is... Que es de la sabana, like los llano. Uh-huh. So, I mean, Burrito Sabanero is from the plains, from the... You know, oh, whatever. okay. So, yes, yeah, so that's where I was going with that, yes. Okay. Yeah, I have a very, very, like, faint recollection when I was a kid. I mean, we're talking about early 80s. On either... Siempre Domingo. I don't know in Siempre Domingo. <laughs> this was like even before Sábado Gigante or like in whatever show on, you know, right. Univision or Channel yeah. 23 of the little boy singing Mi Burrito Sabanero. And I remember it was Venezuelan. Oh, he, he must still be alive. Bueno, he, the, the song is like not that old. That's what I'm saying. He must still be alive. It's not yeah, like yeah, Jingle yeah. Bells. Right, 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 right. Well, that's no, saying, not alive, but not even that old because if that song is from like the 60s, He's probably, he's probably like in his 60s, 50s. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure exactly the year of the song. Yeah, Listeners, you have homework. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you didn't know it was from Venezuela? I didn't know that. Yeah. I did not know that at all. Yep. Yeah. You know what? What? People talk a lot of times. Let's have a little Venezuelan moment. Let, you know I love me and my Venezuelans. When people think of Venezuela, they mm-hmm. think of Venevision. 
Let's well, think about okay. the, the great novelas of the 1980s and 90s. They think of Miss Venezuela, you know, like... That's true, generally right, speaking, yeah. Right, you know, like, they are like... They're, Venezuela is known as like... Venezuela and Colombia breed, of, breed of, Miss of, Universes. Of, right, but Venezuela especially, like See. the mecca of like... Beauty pageants, yeah. But, you know, we take this completely for granted that Venezuela is the home of the Tequeño. Ay, que rico. Hello? <laughs> Only one of God's most delicious you know things that on this even planet. A bad tequeño from Seven Eleven is good. Well, yeah, it's cheese. Yeah, it's still melted I mean, cheese. A piece of cheese wrapped in, in like dough, and like, it's always like just in chumbao and butter. Yeah. Oh, oh so, so Venezuela, good. thank you for many trip for many contributions, but especially el tequeño. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Ay, Dios mío. Bueno, so this jingle is this, for that's, you. This is for the, that's the tequeño jingle. Ooh, that should be like a thing. Like everybody do the tequeño jingle. Uh, actually, so before we get into it, you know, this is our last episode of the year, mm-hmm. and I know you know we got a lot to, lot, a couple things happened this year. Um, but I actually, <laughs> really, just a few, slight, maybe three. Um, but before we get into it, I actually wanted to read this um, this message that we got from one of our listeners and. I've been meaning to actually bring it up since she sent it, and I keep forgetting every week. And I'm like, damn it, remember, remember, it's the last episode of the year. So, because um, when I read it, I, it really, like, it, 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 I don't know, it made me give me the feels, you know? So, this is a DM that we got on Instagram from her handle is Lisette at home. And she sent this actually after, after Thanksgiving. So, she says, on this morning after Thanksgiving, I slept in, made myself un cafecito, curled up with a cookbook. And turned on your latest episode. This is my ultimate happy place. I am so thankful you boys started your podcast. You bring me joy every week. And legit, I've learned a lot. Your show is literally getting me prima through corona lockdown with a toddler. Last night on my family Zoom call, references to your show came up like 20 times. Because most of us on the call listen to you. You're putting something good out into the world. Así que gracias and happy Pero Friday. Oh my god, that made my 2020 right, right. That, like that was who? Lisette at home. Oh, I know Lisette at home. Well, I don't know her personally. Right, right, but right, I, right, I right, 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 right. Lisette at home. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. Yeah, I've been meaning that to bring it up. That is amazing. Oh wow. Yeah, I know. It's like I have oh, a warm like, right, like oh, <laughs> jingle, jingle. It's the warm jingles. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I think she really embodied or encapsulated in that message. What it is we what we, we try, try to, to do. do, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, it's we try to. You know, it's funny because when we set out to do the podcast, we kind of had we knew what we wanted to do, but you know, like any any everything plan, evolves, everything evolves, and it kind of takes a different direction. And at first, you know, we didn't know if we wanted to do exactly if it was going to be only a Miami based podcast. You know, for God's sake, we we're going to do it bi weekly. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And you know, and then little by little, we we. You know, we came up with like the listen, laugh, and learn. We found our groove, and and we really thought that that that's like the perfect combination. You know, that you could listen to something, you could laugh, you could feel good, but it's also you know you you're not burning brain cells while you're <laughs> you right, know, right. You, you right. don't get out of it dumber. You know, right. you actually <laughs> learn something from it that you know I call them NPR moments. Because I'm always quoting NPR and CBS Sunday morning. This is true. Know? I call them edutainment. <laughs> um, so, you know, we thought that, you know, we could have like 
a good time laugh and you know we certainly have episodes that are just all like which is probably gonna be this episode you know this is gonna be our recap filler and kind of like laughter but then we have other episodes that we talk about really serious things and you know through our guests or or what have you so listen thank you so much that kind of like made our our year that was yeah i thought it was a nice way to kick off the episode that that, that's the reason why we do what we do you know we you know honestly speaking since we're among friends here you know there we have gotten certain perks you know, from yeah, it doesn't suck. the podcast, you know, it doesn't <laughs> suck. You know, we have gotten certain perks and those are great. Uh, we love, you know, we love them. We're not going to, yeah, not gonna exactly. Lie. Not gonna we lie. love them. But at the end of the day, you know, um, what we set out to do and, and why we have continued doing it going now into season four is for all the reasons you just said. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you yes, so much yes, for yes, those yes. kind words. So, yep. wow, that's a great way of starting here. More See, it's a, good, it's a good start. More it's a good... <laughs> oh my God, 2020. So actually, you know what? I wanted to say something about, you know, the holiday season. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the holiday because, season. Because, you know, obviously Christmas and we, you know, uh, especially most most Latin American countries are Catholic or Christian Christian based, based yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, do you prefer happy holidays or seasons greetings? I don't know why it just popped into I, my head. I, you caught me off guard. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like people used to say seasons greetings more a lot more, holidays. and now happy holidays has become like the de facto. I guess happy holidays, the term just seems more um, inclusive. Okay, but seasons greetings is not exclusive. I just remember like the, the TV stations, like yeah, the local stations no, used to of, always do seasons greetings. Of, like, things to put up on the wall seasons greetings yeah and like when we were in noel was more into yes like, nobody <laughs> gives a damn about noel anymore a lot of signs like a lot know, of poles with noel a lot of decorations yeah. with noel yeah like you know yeah anyway sorry <laughs> but i kind of wanted to mention that um you know the significance of, of jews in in latin america and specifically in mm-hmm. in uh cuba um yeah where my jubin's at you know a lot of times people don't think Cuba and Jews, but there actually was a significant uh, population of Jews uh, yeah. prior to the popula- um, the revolution. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were more than forty thousand Jews in Cuba, mostly wow. in Havana. There were um, there were you know temple uh, synagogues, uh, kosher bakeries, kosher right, restaurants, right, right, right. Uh, the rabbis, and all Lots that. Lots of rugula. So, so there was there was a very um, very uh vibrant Mm -hmm. jewish community in cuba prior to the revolution but like everything the revolution you know including the jew the jews in cuba and you know most most jewish people were i mean you know what that actually i had never thought about it that kind of sucked because a lot of jews you know, left Europe right. to come to it, Cuba. They are so fleeing. Oh, man, we got to move oh, again. I do this again? <laughs> like, Lord. Especially in 1959. That it was, that it was like, like, right, it, it just was like, happened. You know, 15 years removed. Right, right, yeah. Know? It was, it was like, oh. reciing. <laughs> it's like, we were oh. doing well on this tropical island. So, you know, happy Hanukkah to our Jewish listeners. Yes, yes. Um, Hanukkah is really... You know, I, I obviously, you know, we're not Jewish, but I, growing up, I don't know about you, but mm-hmm. growing up in my elementary school, um, a lot of my teachers, I could think of three teachers of mine, my second grade, no, my kindergarten, third grade, 
and I think fourth grade teacher were all Jewish. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we uh, had latkes. We had... Uh, oh, wow. We spun the dreidel. We had the gelts. We oh, wow. had the menorah. Oh. So those Most of my concepts. teachers were black, so they were not Jewish. Huh? Most of my teachers in elementary school were black. They were not Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I always say this again. Where I went to elementary school at that time... It was very it, white. It was very white. You know, a lot of Jew... Yeah. I mean, it was... <laughs> not, very, not very Latino, quote unquote. No. Compared no, to others. No, compared, yeah, yeah like, I remember, heard you say. I remember, you know, when my parents would go to school, like, you know, nobody spoke Spanish. Right and it's house. funny because, like, I didn't go to elementary school so far from you, but I think that the little pocket around yeah. my school was, you know, not as... At that time. At that time. At yeah, that yeah, time. Yeah, now, yeah. obviously, it's different. Yeah. But, so I grew up, those those Jewish traditions were not foreign to me, you know, coming right. from a, a, you know, obviously... Uh, a Catholic household. So, you know, I spun the dreidel. I used to play spin the dreidel when I was a kid, you know. Um, So I think that that was interesting. And it's funny because it's one of those things that you think now, you know, at the time as a child, you don't appreciate it. But it's one of those things that you, you looking back on it, you think, I'm really happy I was exposed to that at at such a young age that I was exposed that so many different people around the world have different celebrations during this time yeah no Um, that's 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 interesting because like you said a lot of times depending on where you grow up obviously but even in the most diverse cities people tend to for the most part grow up kind of in areas that look like you to a degree and so it's it's great that you got that exposure no and especially with like christmas like when people say there's a war on christmas i'm like okay are you around <laughs> in the because everything that goes on in december is christmas it's christmas it's christmas whether they say merry christmas or, or season's not, greetings or season's or, greetings or, or happy holidays, holidays it's about christmas you yeah. know Santa. You don't hear um, non-Christmas music on the radio. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You got the one Adam Sandler song. <laughs> Who's kind of poking fun at the, at fact, the fact that, that everything is only, about Christmas, yeah. right? And, uh, and, and the dreidel song. I think you that's know, about it. You know, Mariah Carey has built an entire second <laughs> career on you Christmas. Know, being the queen of Christmas that gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Hallmark Channel. Huh? The Hallmark Channel all, is all oh, about Christmas. Oh my God, thank you. The Hallmark Channel has programming of Christmas. <laughs> Since November 1st. Yes. You know, Candace Cameron has a, yeah. had a <laughs> s- second and third career renaissance in Christmas. That's true. So it's like, yeah, what are you I'm not, I'm not about? buying it. I'm not buying it, kids. I mean, if anything, if you want to say happy holidays just to be more inclusive, that's great. You know, but but that's but that's the problem overall. That's where's that's the any... war? Where's the war on Christmas? Like I want to know. But that ain't, that's like any time that people try to be more inclusive, it it gets it gets you know flipped to be like you know oh you're trying to take away my I don't know recognition or whatever you want to call it. You know, it's like no, we're trying to be more inclusive. It's not you know what is it? It's like, it's not like pie. You know right. what I mean? It's not like there's less for you now. Yes. So I don't know, but. You know, whatever you celebrate. <laughs> jingle, jingle, jingle. Or as they say in England, happy, happy Christmas. Christmas. Happy Christmas, Harry. Ay, Dios mío. What, yeah, no, I mean, it's... Can we, like, do a quick run-through of this damn year? Like, Mira. Um, okay. We started off... Well, we didn't start off that great. We started off with Australia on fire and Kobe Bryant and his daughter and his daughter dying. dying. Okay, that was a that was a sign of things to come. Right, but we also started with J Lo and Shakira at the Super Bowl. 
Jalen and Shakira, the Super Bowl was the closing ceremonies of, <laughs> of the of, world of, of the world as we knew it. That's true. That's true. It was the closing ceremonies of precedented times At least before we, we entered the bang. unprecedented times. <laughs> then, <laughs> then we had Carnaval Miami. I'm well, talking about like for I'm doing for I'm doing local and global like everything. Wait, okay. were we at the Super Bowl with J Lo and uh... in spirit? In spirit, we were. Um, then we then we you know we did kind of Miami because literally I feel like that weekend was the turning point for that us. That was definitely well for the world, but specifically, but specifically for 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 us like here in Miami where it was just like because after that everything just started yeah, closing. Well, we everything started Miami in early March. Yeah, Every, you know. There was I had just gotten that back that was from gonna be travel that week. There was talk it was going to be canceled because um, you know it's a it's a public kind of festival. Right, it's a street fair. It's a street fair, and we had to hang. You know, we had to give out um, all. Everybody with like a tent had to give out the Remember hand we had, sanitizers we had flyers. and all that. And, and we the had flyers mood, about the COVID mood was very cautionary. It was yes, it yes. was a very weighted mood. Yeah, and there were less people this year. Yeah, yeah. and then that was the week that everything kind of. Turned. Right, because literally the fair was going to start that following Friday, and Calle Ocho was going to be that following and Sunday. Both got canceled. The fair was built. The fair got canceled. The day it was supposed to open. Yes, it was built and ready to go. And like, <laughs> nope. Like no elephant ears. Like, no. Good news, though. I hear that they are going to. They're planning it for this year. What the fair? They are for, planning it. Yeah. Well, is, if Disney's open, why can't the fair be open? That's true. That's true. Just to reduce, uh, reduced, you know, um, uh, occupate. What is it? Occupancy? No. Yeah. Occupancy. Yeah. Reduce. Reduced, uh, whatever. Why did we get so serious when we I talked about know. reduced occupancy? I know. <laughs> <laughs> so then, all right. So then, basically, so then in all that, things started changing really quickly. Then we had our interview with Kuano Chris. We went to dinner. While we were sitting at dinners when they closed Disney. Yes. but then- So we came back and recorded no, no. <laughs> we basically we recorded when with our interview with Guano Chris, things had not shut down yet. It was, I think, the following week. No, the, no, no. We had the interview with him. Then we, we went recorded to, the episode. we recorded the episode. We went to dinner, and that's the episode that when we came out, like hey, Tom Hanks had probably uh-huh. gotten coronavirus. <laughs> everything, everything happened, and yeah, everything happened. Everything happened. So we re-recorded. Actually, there's probably yes. you know, there's a lost episode out there somewhere because the we recorded the episode because we're like our episode became dated in like 45. <laughs> yes. <laughs> As we were recording the episode, it was, dated. it was dated. It was dated. Yeah, it was done. Then you and I started recording via. It was an evolution. We started yeah. with like Skype, then with Zoom, but Zoom only had forty-five minute limit. Then we finally figured out Google Meets. We were able also to do it like through you know FaceTimes and 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 all Whatever. that. But FaceTime could only do two people. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like this is also when we started um, really appreciating how to utilize Instagram Live. Yeah. Because I feel like before, you know, we would do something quick and dirty, kind of like, you know, like, hey, we're at this event. Wow, way, you know, and, and yeah. kind of leave it at that. But we we really, and like us, a lot of people started leveraging Instagram Live. And then, of course, you know, the protests. The protests came in, was that May? The protests were in June. But we started, but but everything with, um everything, the protests didn't start till June, but May is when everything started, like... Coming to a head with all the Black Lives Matter protests, with, or, or the Black Lives Matter it gaining, well, no, gaining right, traction right. in the media. May. It was May. It was a very the the protest down here was I believe May thirtieth. Right. So you are right. It was May. Um, then you know that was you know like a one million pound 
you know, weight on yeah. you. And then from there, you know, we started the election chaos, um, which we're still kind of sort of in. Yeah, um, you know, sort of, kind of. And, you know, that's 2020. That's pretty and the it. queen came out. The, the, crown. the crown. The crown came, came out, out, yes. We got a new Saved by the Bell. We got a new Saved by the Bell. Um, Lark Voorhees cameos in yes. it. Yes. You Did know, you finally see her episode? I have not seen her episode yet. But, you know, we'll take the wins where we can get them. And um, what else? Um, um, I don't know. I feel like this... It's bizarre because there's so much that has happened this year. But I don't know if it's that so much has happened this year. Or we've been bombarded with so much news about the same things. It's that. Right? Because I feel like the entire year... That's why I would I, I would tell you... It's, it's not that I don't watch the news. Like, I, I, I know what's going on in a very, you know overall way but i couldn't do it i couldn't do it because it's just like every single day it would be like you know and here's the corona and here's the election and here's the corona and here's the election it was almost just like you know i'm just gonna go rob a bank because nobody's paying attention while you're at it yeah like you know what screw it nobody's gonna catch um, me yeah i mean tiger king that was another thing that we got this year okay well we're gonna talk <laughs> I, I thought we were talking about newsworthy things Okay. Well, I'm just well, saying, no, you know. No, no, no. We really the, no, because okay, we, okay. because we mentioned Shakira and J Lo no, no, at the top no, no. of the hour. Let's so. talk things as they are. In great things, right, right. The greatest thing that came out in 2020 was Tiger King. It's true. I mean, nothing has. I Pop think, culturally, I think, it had been a while. I think it, Tiger King beats Shakira and and J Lo and J Lo because Shakira and J Lo was rehearsed and organized. <laughs> that is true. Nobody knew Tiger King was. I'm not sure what it is. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it had because an editor. Because when Tiger King ended, <laughs> but did it? When Tiger King ended, I asked myself the question that I'm sure millions of people did: Did the director set out to do this documentary when he started, or is this what just kind of like us? We started off to do one thing and it turned into another. Well, and no, once he started filming, he's like, "Forget it. This is a whole well, other no, movie." No, because us, as we said before, you know, we we had a main goal, and we it is still what we do. It's just that you know, it's been fine tuned. Right, right, right. But with Tiger King, <laughs> I mean, the things that happened when when that man started that documentary, you know, did he know that he was going to run for governor? Right, right, right. He knows he's going to get this crazy. Right. Did he know he was really going to try to have hire somebody to kill Carol Baskin? And nobody could have known that he would be asking President Trump for a pardon. He did. He's been he's been asking. He's been trying to get his lawyer to ask him for Why one. Trump give him a pardon. <laughs> I mean, look, it's the one good thing Trump can do. <laughs> Just give him the pardon. You know what? Give him you the pardon. You know why be, I say give him the pardon? Because then next season of Dancing with the Stars, we could have Joe Exotic. Be, be Donald Trump being the renegade that he is, you know. Do it. For better or for worse. Right. I'll be like, booyah, bitches. <laughs> you voted me out of office. You know what? Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic. And I can just see the... Pr- oh, my God. He should totally... I can't believe I'm putting this on the record. Like, I could just see Donald Trump. This is for entertainment purposes. Just, I'm making a Unless it really happens. And then, see, and then we're psychics. I could just see Donald Trump giving him a pardon, like, before he actually leaves office. And Joe Exotic coming to the, um, the, White to House. the Oval Office for a photo op in, like, his best attire. Like, I'm picturing really, lots of turquoise. A, no, a lot of... A really big glittery top. Like, like very... But, lots lots but, of sequins. But feline. Feline things. <gasps> like when Blanche and Dorothy went to the gym. I don't know. Like that cheetah print that's like turquoise. 
Turquoise? Yes. Oh, my. Well, well, well do you... Well, that's, true, that's true. That's true. I mean, again, back to the documentary. Did he ever think he was going to capture that poor person's arm being ripped off? Or the his boyfriend or husband shooting, shooting himself? himself. Oh. I mean, these are things that as you watch that documentary, it was like, what? Oh, my God. Wait. Oh, my God. Wait. Oh, my God. Wait. And you're left like... I, I had no words. Like, I think I called you and I'm like... You're like, what is I, this? I'm not sure what I just saw. Mira. I, I, I love it. I'm fascinated by it. I'm scared of it. I'm scared that I enjoyed it as much as I did. Tiger King left Don't Fuck With Cats in the dust. Huh? Don't Fuck With Cats. Yeah. It left Don't Fuck With Cats in the oh dust. God. In don't the dust. With cats. Was don't, don't Fuck With Cats this year? Or it was, was that like 10 years ago? I think it was... I Okay. I really don't. I remember know. Don't Fuck With Cats. We talked about it here. Right. But I think it was like either like end of December, like in, in December or yeah. like beginning of January. So listeners, Don't Fuck With Cats was, <laughs> if you hadn't seen it, was a, another Netflix documentary, which was about this guy that um, he would post videos torturing cats online. And there's nothing funny about that. But what we found. <laughs> yeah, you're laughing. What we kind of found in a way humorous was that so many viewers. So, 2019. Uh, 2019, so it was last year. Mm-hmm. A handful of viewers... December, 18th. December. That's why. That's right. why we're confused. So we were talking about it coming into the new year. Yeah. That a handful of... What was her name? J- uh, Judy... Um, I don't remember anybody's name. Uh, Judy Rock, Judy Bench, Judy something. That um, a handful of, of uh, viewers... Like internet sleuths. Uh, th- that saw this. Yeah. It, they made it their life mission to find this man. And while I think they're... It was noble what they were right, trying right, right, to right, do. Right, right, right. It's like, who has that time? <laughs> a lot of them weren't employed. Like, you know. But it's a good thing they did because he wound up killing somebody. And if someone. he had not been caught, he would have killed like three other people. And, you know, this all happened in Canada. Yeah. And, you know, Canadians are just like, oh, well, just apologize. <laughs> I, I remember that. And I think I said it here in the podcast that when I think it was like the director of, hom- like, the lead homicide detective. It happened in Montreal. Yes, yes. The lead homicide detective. It was a lady. Was, yeah, who's French-Canadian. When she was talking about, <laughs> yes. you know, the evidence, she was like, we found a, a, a knife. <laughs> we found a t-shirt with blood. We found his severed head. And we found a dead puppy. <laughs> we found a dead puppy. She talked about the dead puppy, like, like a dead puppy. Like a grocery list. Like, I'm going to go get some bread, milk, so, dead puppy. So, yeah. Tiger King. Uh, Tiger King. Let's Tiger King 2020 is... as a, not the year of COVID or the election, as a year Tiger King. Joe Exotic should have gotten Times Person of the Year. Well, he certainly is the most intriguing person of the year. I'm going to say that. Carol Baskin. Him and Carol Baskin. Yeah, and they're a duo just like Joe and Kamala. <laughs> See, I don't think John Kamala should have gotten Time uh, Person of the Year. No. Viene la Navidad, and that means lots and lots of cooking. Pernil, lechon, tamales, pasteles, all of our faves. But are you looking for a more organic way to season your holiday favorites this year? 
Pues let us introduce Loisa Seasons, founded and owned by Hispanics with Dominican and Peruvian backgrounds. Ya tú sabes, por todo Latinoamérica están. Loisa is the healthier alternative to those processed flavors from all those big, you know, big companies from big seasoning, right? They are also certified organic, non-GMO, and vegan. Loisa has no artificial flavors, colors, or preservatives. It's all about puro sabor. Plus, aside from sazón y adobo, which let's face it, if you're cooking and you're not using sazón y adobo or even Hispanic, come on, please. They've also introduced garlic powder, paprika, sea salt, no, hasta canela. Missing abuela because of la corona? We'll send a gift set of up to 12 Loisa seasonings in a bright and vibrant box so you can still cook together despite any distance. Como dice Gloria Estefan, que siga la tradición, right? <laughs> so if you're looking for all the flavor you love, out the artificial Oye, mi gente, just because we're working from home doesn't mean we have to stop taking care of our skin. Bueno, our friends at M Skincare have created products made for us men who barely have five minutes to take care of our skin. M Skincare's five-minute morning products from triple action gel face wash to all-day serum to the daily defense hydrating lotion is a full skincare routine for men that leaves your face clean, toned, protected, and hydrated. Look, I loathe extensive morning routines and i can tell you from personal experience with m skincare's products it really does only take five minutes and it's even a great defense against mask need their triple action gel face wash doesn't just wash it's a scrub so it just you know, gets all up in those pores and just cleans them all out and the all day serum a little of that helps heal damage from the elements you know like the horribly punishing sun us miami men know too damn well but my absolute fave is the Daily Defense Hydrating Lotion. I usually hate lotion because I have really oily skin, so it just adds to it. But that is not a problem with M Skincare's Hydrating Lotion. It keeps my skin looking younger and firmer. Make, you know, yeah, I'm a man of a certain age. Even better than skincare products specially tailored for men is getting a discount to try them. That's right. Just visit M, that's M like men, skincare.com slash pero and get a great discount on all these products. As you get whether as a holiday gift or a gift for yourself, every man deserves healthy skin and M Skincare is the perfect and quickest way for us guys to get it. So don't forget, that's mskincare.com slash pero for great skincare. No, no, and I'm being serious. Like, I think it should have been like, like the time, the, the the times person of the year should have been like frontline workers or something like that. Yeah, you know something about COVID because yeah. I think that's more. You know, now they I, want me to put up the fucking Christmas tree. Who the fuck keeps them? <laughs> you know who wants to cancel Christmas? Well, yeah, Anya. she would declare a war on Christmas. She's not. You know a fan. what though? You know what? I feel um, bad for her. I that. have to say something though. You know how like. Trump people are always saying that the media so this year there was some there obviously like every year there's coverage uh there was a lot of coverage of the decorations the Christmas like every decorations year. Of the every House. year every first lady and then they showed the Christmas decorations for like last year and the year before um and I was I it last year that it looked like it. Satan's Christmas right <laughs> <laughs> I started. See, I went back on it, and oh. I started seeing the how they reported it, the media, and it's true that it was like really harsh because one of them, like the corridor of the like the west wing or the hallway, mm. 
um, was filled with like red Christmas. They were like blood red. Right. And they were like, isn't it scary that if you put on the theme music to The Shining, it totally sinks up. And there is footage. There is like videos that people put the theme song of The Shining with that. Um, And like the year before, it was like filled with like branches and whatever. So I was like, eh. You know, I was like, if another president would have done that, they probably would have been like, oh, look at how avant-garde, you know. I was like, this is the type of right, stuff. Right, 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 right. You know, it's like, obviously, it's frivolous stuff. But that's the type of stuff that it's like, they were being exceptionally harsh. Those are the things that I mean, can they point to, that, you know, yeah. the Trump supporters point to and yeah. say, like, look, they I'm did, right. Like, Melania's Christmas tree. I'm right, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, <laughs> that I was like, if somebody else would have done that, you know, as much as I love Michelle Obama, <laughs> if Michelle Obama would have done that, they would have been like, oh, my God, Michelle was so out thought out of the box you know right yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. and with melania was like oh she has a bloodbath in the white house <laughs> although i personally didn't like it i didn't you know? care for it either um, but but i'll say this like i feel i've said it several times i feel bad for for melania in that like that recording was like supposedly like a friend of hers you know was recording her and like you know turned that, it around. like that's like if right now you know you and i were having a conversation and i said something and then you turned around and you know we had a fight or whatever and you put out I, a book i feel bad for her and I don't. it'd be a boring ass book i feel bad but. for her and i don't because and I've said this here, I, you know, this is not what she signed up for. Right, and, and, right. you know, especially him, that he didn't have a history in politics. Right. You know. She doesn't have that training. It's, it's not, She doesn't have that training. She doesn't have that experience. And it's that's not something that was, she ever thought he was probably going to do until recently. My problem with her is that she was a birther. She was a birther. She was part of the whole birther oh, okay. conspiracy against Obama. And that was many, 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 many years before her husband, you know, wanted to run for office. So this wasn't like a political thing, right? Right, right, right. And, and it's like, he may be your husband, but you didn't have to like go on national television over and over and over again. Right, right, right. And continue that conspiracy. You could have just not said anything about it. So that's my little with her. But, you know, enough about them. Um, <laughs> so now that we're in the holiday season, right? Right. It's time to eat my favorite disgusting dessert ever. Turong. Oh. <laughs> so, listeners, I, I shared here um, in our first Christmas episode two seasons ago um, how when I was a kid, you know, you would go to, you know, whoever's house in Nochebuena, La Tia or, you know, whatever family member in Nochebuena. And, you know, after you had the lechon and all that, you know, they'd be like, ahora vamos a traer el postre. And then as a kid, I would always be like, oh, my God, they're going to bring cake or cupcakes, flan, you know, whatever. Right. And Entre then, leche. you know, Oneida would come in con un plato inmenso de turrón. And I'll be like, vaya. <laughs> what the hell am I supposed to do with nougat? <laughs> The only turrong I liked was the, the chocolate, chocolate one. one. That's not turrong. That's chocolate That's chocolate with almonds. With almonds. Oh my God. So good. So it's like turrong? Do we like turrong? You know, I like turrong from a tradition standpoint. If turrong were to disappear, I'd probably be sad. I'd be sad. I'd miss yeah. it. I would miss it. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I kind of miss? I was talking to him today. I'm like, you know what? I kind of miss you. I miss Seth and Marcela. Well, that well, that's because you know you weren't at Croquetapalooza this year. Sure, I wasn't at Croquetapalooza, but you were, but I wasn't. I was, and I talked to him all the time. Okay, that's great. But... I talked to him all the time because because Marcela just you know she likes my 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 topless pics. Okay, well, moving right along. <laughs> so um, yeah, turrón. Ay, el turrón. 
Did, you, what, did your preference of turrón? Like the brand? Yeah. Bueno, the standard is San Chiquimira. But didn't you kind of prefer Lobo as a ah, kid? Ya llega <laughs> la Navidad. Felicidad. El Lobo. En Navidad. En Navidad. Paz y alegría para su hogar. El Lobo siempre viene en la Navidad. El Lobo. Qué gran turrón. Ah, uh. Now, is there anybody else out there who remembers that jingle? Oh, that may be my favorite thing that's ever happened on this show. <laughs> Do you remember the little cartoon? That's why I feel like I, I had a softer spot for, for Lobo because like, you know, as a kid, it's a cartoon. Yeah. So, you know, it's like, as opposed to Sanchi Mira, is, you know, just... Is it Lobo even still around? I don't know. I don't remember seeing it at the display the other but day. But then again, I haven't gone out looking for Turrón. No, no, but you don't look for Turrón. Turrón finds you. <laughs> that is true. That is true. You bump into that little middle aisle. That you little... walk, Mira, you walk into Sedano, CVS, Walgreens, whatever, and there is un estante, más tarde más temprano, in that a store turron. of Turrón. Yeah, and you're like, oh, there is the new You're bit. like... And, but I always look through it. I love how we were like, what's Turrón, Nougat? What is Nougat? Turrón. Turrón. <laughs> Answered your own question. Asked and answered, bitches. <laughs> Duh. So what do we like more? Crema de vie or coquito? I think the Puerto Ricans win this one. So I'm going to go ahead and say I don't think I've ever had crema de vie. Crema de vie. I think I've only grown up with coquito. Crema de vie and coquito is the perfect metaphor of Cubans and Puerto Ricans. Is it really? Is that? Yeah, similar. It's the but same thing, but different. But different, similar, but different. You know, may look the same, but taste differently. You know, white people can't tell the difference. Right, right, right. There, there we go. There we go. There we go. Yeah, because coquito. What is the difference with with crema de vie? I'm not sure exactly. So coquito has. They both have rum. Well, duh. But they they okay. So coquito is leche condensada, leche evaporada, crema de. The, uh, coconut milk, mm-hmm. cinnamon. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Uh, Obviously, rum to taste. I think that's it. Yeah. And I'm not sure, like, crema de vie. What, what, That's why I'm thinking, I'm like, you know what? We should look up Martha Darby's recipe. 
because my big fat Cuban blog, big, uh, big fat Cuban family has the uh, her blog has the recipe on there, so I know she's got it ready to go. Let's let's look it up. So you're looking it up right now. You're gonna tell us. Yeah, because actually now I'm like really concerned, <laughs> not concerned, like curious. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, so Karima de Vie, Martha Darby style. We love Martha Darby. We do. We love Martha Darby. Um, God, eggs. God. The, the Puerto Ricans don't have eggs. Okay. One can of sweet condensed milk. The coquito has that. One can of evaporated milk. Coquito has that. Um, six egg yolks. Ooh. Um, one cup of water. Ooh, vanilla rum. So our the crema de vie has eggs, but doesn't have coconut milk. Whereas coquito has coconut milk. But so no basically, eggs. it's the same. So it's, it's you swap the eggs. So basically, ours is eggnog. It is eggnog. Cuban eggnog. Ours is eggnog. Yeah. That's why it's a little yellower. Then I definitely have never had, to my knowledge, crema de vie. Yeah. Because I never, I don't remember tasting anything eggy. I always remember tasting el coco. Yeah. Well, no, I think coquito is more popular, and you have to think that in Miami, you hear more about coquito than crema de vie. And you know, yeah, but that's, you, that's weird. Usually not the case. But that, yeah, that's weird that we that that we hear about more one than the other. Because I think coquito is more popular, right? But again, Cuban exceptionalism being what it is. Oh, well, that's true. I mean, <laughs> God, that's the one area that we're gonna, you know, that that's the one. Well, no, that's like you know, if fufu de plátano is very similar to a mofongo, but, but a I mofongo feel mo- mofongo more wins know. the battle. Yeah, I mean, they put you turn on mofongo. I mean, really. I mean, come on. So, you know. I want to jingle, jingle those. Jingle for the mofongo. Yeah. You know what? I'm, maybe I'll make coquito this year for, for our Christmas dinner. So this year, I... Tumbaste la, so la, year, los claveles. So let me ask you this. Do you like, even though we are the creators of Lechon Life... Yes. Do you like Lechon? I do. You do? I do. Okay. I love Lechon. I love pork. I love... Do you know how to make it? Yeah. Like... You could you they give you the they bring you the pig they gutted you know gutted and ready to go you know what to do yeah I know how to season it I know how to marinate it I know how to really yeah I know how to leave it you know how long to leave it on you one know side how to set the fire and all I that. know yeah all of it because really? I grew up always helping my father and my grandfather do it well no I I say that because in my house my uncle does it and my I see my uncle do it every single mm-hmm. year but I've never been a part of it so no, that's you the know how to do it on your own. I was a part of it yeah so like I my grandparents would always take a Either when we well when they were doing like a cajachina, which has been a source of controversy in this show, they had a cajachina, not the cajachina, right. but they had a cajachina, right. which we got to the okay. So let's let's review this. Let, let's 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 so, recap this. I think in, in our season for season one uh, uh, Christmas episode, you know, Ish kept talking that growing up he mm. would hear about cajachina, like we would cook the lechon in la cajachina, in la cajachina, in la cajachina, in, la cajachina, and la cajachina, and cajachina in yeah. Cuba, his. His grandfather used you, to do that hachina. Right. And I'm like, no, that doesn't make sense because in the my, in my family and like many Cuban families, they would do a lechon in the in the ground, right? Like would, Hawaiian style, like a luau. Well, and then in, 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 the, in the ground. In Hawaiian style, they put it like completely in the ground. But here they would open up a little bit of a ditch, ponían los bloques around it, right. ponían the, the charcoal abajo, right. and then over it, you would put a lechon with a... A plantain leaves. Right. Right. 
but you were saying Caja China. And I'm like, listen, I have a, you know, have a great memory. Yeah. I'm like, I remember when La Caja, La Caja China right. swept, you know, the nation, the nation, like a hula the hoop. being Dade County. Yeah. The na- like the hula hoop in the fifties. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody was buying Caja China, you know? Right. Um, and we actually went to Cajachina.com. Yeah. The yes, 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 yes. And I started saying on how like in 1985 they got a prototype. And I think by the early 90s they were, they were mass producing the Cajachina. Yeah. And I was like, there you go. I was like, I knew that I was right about that. But then you mm-hmm. say that your grandfather kept it calling it the Cajachina. And that's because we figured out that... They That's would call what it, it was like called. Because he would put the coal or the fire on, on top. top. Correct. So right. the way my grandfather had done it was he basically so it was in the, the backyard. Cajachina style, although it wasn't in <laughs> it, it, the Cajachina. It was estilo Cajachina. Right. But right. it wasn't in the, the Cajachina. Cajachina. Right. Era una Cajachina. Trademark. Registered right. trademark. Una Cajachina, no la Cajachina. Right. But yeah, my grandfather in the backyard had... This is the learn section yes. of today's episode. <laughs> he had built like, uh, you know, with bricks, he had built like a Cajachina con techito and whatever and we would do it there. And so... When, when we used to have Noche Buena at my grandparents' house growing up, on the 23rd, we would all go, my, me, my parents, my sister, we would go to my grandparents' house and we would help out with preparing the lechon. So like I would see my grandmother preparing el mojo and cutting the garlic and shoving it in. And then when it switched over to my parents' house, again, my grandparents would come over and we would all prepare it on the 23rd, the seasoning and all of that. So yeah, I know how to do it. I know how to keep track of it to get the pejito just right. I, I, you give me a pig tomorrow, you give me a pig for Christmas dinner and I got Hachina and I, I can make wow. it happen. You know what? Good for you. The reason I ask that is because I'm not a huge fan of lechon. I have it once a year and I'm fine with it. Right. Although we, you know, have lechon life. That's true. Um, that's true. But I've always wanted to learn how to do it for the tradition. Right. That's a good Right. As Gloria Stefan says, que siga, que siga la tradición. Um... And, but I really don't, I've never done, really done one. So, I mean, I'm sure I could figure it out. You, especially you that you know how to cook. Like, yeah, I'm sure you, I could figure it out. My problem with doing a lechon is that like, I would have to like, kind of stop myself. Cause I know I'm going to want to modernize the, the, the process. No, no. You right? got to go old school. You got to keep it, keep it traditional. Just, just mojo, sal, Because right, I'm not huge on mojo and all that, you know. So I'll be like, let's do a Tuscan lecho. Ay, chico, no. Mira, look. You get some naranja, some garlic, some Loisa seasonings, okay? Uh-huh. So you can keep it all natural. That's your modernization. Yeah. Use seasoning. Loisa seasoning is no preservative, no artificial color. Ay, that's organic. Yeah. Yeah. So you can invite your vegans over to eat lecho. mima. Non-GMO. Or, vegan, uh, uh, see, organic seasoning. But it's the same. And you just gotta keep it like just old school. And then if you can, it, when you flip it over, you know how to toast the skin, right? No. no. I've never done it. Eso con agua salada. Oh. So when, when you're done cooking. You have like an agua salada spritzer. Well, I guess you could. But no, you just, you get it with like, you, you just water and put salt in it. You salt the hell out of the water. That's why it's so salty. And then you just, basically you like spritz it, you know, or, or drizzle it over it. And then it bubbles up and it gets crispy. Typical scene in a Cuban house. I know how to make chicharrones. In Noche Buena. Pelayo. That's what they call my uncle. Pelayo. <laughs> Cuando va a estar hecho el lechón. Que ya son las ocho de la noche. At what, pero at what time do they start making the lechón? No, but you know that it always like falls behind schedule. Like the pig was too big, or the pig. Oh, was okay, big. no, because lately we've been getting smaller pigs lately now because you know it's not as big of a gathering. 
yeah, by like six or seven, it's it's done. Oh my gosh! See, I remember that. It, you know, we still have big. Well, except for twenty twenty, we always still have you know bigger gatherings at my parents' house. But I feel when I was a kid, it was like it was gigantic. People. It was like where who are all these people? And um, that always be the thing. Pero cuando va a estar el lechón ya son las diez de la noche. It was always, and then you hear my mom. Yo no resisto comer a esta hora. <laughs> oh yeah, your your mom is a stickler for healthy eating. Yes. Yo esto no lo resisto. Ya muy tarde. Me va a caer mal. Ya muy tarde. Me va a caer mal. Me va a caer mal y se enfría la comida. It's funny because Noche Buena is the only day of the year when like yeah my grandparents after a certain age you know they ate con la gallina they would they would eat it like you know two in the afternoon they're like well that was dinner yeah. I mean exaggerating of course but you know Noche Buena was the one night of the year where daban las doce de la noche y yo seguía they were still yeah. eating it's it's yeah. okay you know yeah. it's it's not so, a problem actually this year since we're not doing it together I was gonna say, what are you, what are you doing for Noche Buena? So I'm just doing it with my like immediate immediate nuclear family. Are you gonna just do like un, un I'm, Vienna? I'm doing a Vienna, and I'm doing it Tuscan style. <laughs> Manda huevo. <laughs> I, I like you know Tuscan why don't you okay why don't you do okay I'm gonna challenge you. Why don't you do the pierna traditional style as like a precursor because essentially it's the same process for a lechon it's just you know bigger animal. I don't like mojo. <laughs> Listen, I've oh, done. I've I tried, done my, listeners. I've I done tried. My I tried. Vienna. You know, remember which one I did? For yes, I'm not saying. And it was amazing. I'm not saying it's not bad. I'm, just, I, I'm I, helping you learn for the, tradition. The I, no, because when I learn that, I'll learn the real one. But you hey, pero que tú esperas? Yo yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, my, my uncle's still around. My uncle still does it. But, but uh, yeah, you know, whoever does the lechon, you know, they start, they put it in por la madrua, you know. They start drinking beer. And it's they start, a process. It's a party, it's a, babe. It's a, it, you know, it, I while I appreciate it, it's like they start drinking beer. They have to be on top of a lechon. So by the end of the night, they stink. Oh, by the end of the night, drunk. I am like, I'm not drunk by the end of the night, but by the end of the night, I don't care what cologne I put on at the beginning. By the end of the night, I just smell like cabón. Yeah. No, so, not even lechón, cabón. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I'm good. <laughs> but I do want to keep the tradition, even though it's not my necessarily jam. Well, okay. If you want your first Leche Buena, if you want, I will come and help I you. I mean, listen, there was a year, not actually not too long ago, that for Chris, you know, for Noche Buena at mm-hmm. my family's house, I brought a honey baked ham. Well, we do we have a ham? No. We have double pork. No, we do ham on on Christmas I Day and Thanksgiving. Love, look, I love honey baked ham. I, I I could eat that thing three, six, five, seven days a week. You know, especially have you seen how I do it? I pack. Have extra, I seen how you do it? No, I've eaten how you do it. I pack extra brown sugar in every single spiral. <laughs> yeah, like, seriously. Yeah, it's like freaking a candy cane. <laughs> that ham has more brown sugar than the movie brown sugar. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> and then it kind of melts, so you put it, you put it on top. of amazing. So. So are those some of our favorite Christmas traditions? It is. It's you know. Do you guys? Did you open it? Well, now I guess because with Tristan and and his well, birthday being on Christmas as well, you open like the morning of. Yes, because I twice I opened that night, and then you feel cheated in the morning. I know. It's, and Christmas Day is so long. 
Christmas You're telling cake me goes now on that has for a kid a who has a birthday on Christmas. That's true. It's like at four o'clock. At four o'clock, it's like a switch. It's like Christmas is over. Birthday. It's Tristan's birthday, and I feel like I just got hit by a truck. And uh, what about Helenge? Of you know, putting stuff up. Everybody, you know, who's gonna come? And you know, what see, are like making be, making space, a yeah, and this and that. That's true because you have to do the cake like the day before. And then you know he's going nuts because kids on Christmas go nuts. You know, because it's like they're overwhelmed. Yeah, with, overstimulated. Like, overstimulated with yeah. toys and stuff yeah. like that. And it's like, whatever. But, you know, whatever. He chose to be born on that day. So, you know, Merry Christmas and Happy Birthday to you. He didn't the choose to be born on that day. <laughs> whatever. Anyway. So. <laughs> so. <laughs> I love you. just called your son the Antichrist. I love it. Like, <laughs> it's funny because, like. Every year on Instagram, I put like a really like pretty quote about right. him, mm-hmm. like "Oh Tristan, I love you so much. My life has changed. You, know, yeah, you yeah. made my life so much better. You healed me. Whatever, whatever, whatever." This year, I'll be like, "Guess what? For <laughs> lightness week is over. I love you, and I will give my life for you. But get but out the house, man. Get out the house, <laughs> man. <laughs> it's like when it's my time with Tristan. It's like get ready." Get ready to rumble. It's like, wow. Especially this year. Especially wow. this year. Because it's yeah. been, I mean, everybody's just been stuck at home. I mean, he just spins around in the backyard. <laughs> like, I'm bored. I'm bored. Listen, at least he's outside. <laughs> he's getting fresh air. Yeah. Last Christmas, I gave uh, you my heart. No, last Christmas, I gave you my heart. Last Christmas, we all went outside. <laughs> <laughs> This year, <laughs> to save us from fear, we'll stay inside all of our houses. Houses. <laughs> Isn't that sad that George Michael died on Christmas? Was it on Christmas or the it day was after? On Christmas. Oh. It was on Christmas. So, listeners, mm-hmm. my brother is a huge, huge, huge. As some of you may know. Huge George Michael fan. Like, huge. And um, that year for Christmas, he was out with his family or whatever. He was traveling. He was traveling. He was traveling, yeah. And I remember we were in my parents' family room, and we all found out. And I think you were there. Mm-mm. No, I wasn't there, but I, when I found out, I texted you. You were there like, because usually you go to my parents' house to take Tristan. His- yes, but I think you guys had found... I I think it happened like right before I got there. When I was Because right. I remember texting you being like, is your brother okay? When we found out, we were like, we need to call my brother. And make sure that he's okay. And my brother texted us. He did answer the phone. He goes, he said something like, I know what happened. I don't want to talk about it. I need time to myself. (laughs) I was like, okay. But yeah, what a fatty liver will do to you. Oh. That's what George Michael died I know. That was was 2016. The year that if you were a celebrity, you better run. You better take care of your damn self. Yeah. Yeah. So. But you know what? Despite everything, we've still got Betty White. No, I'm going to echarle más de ojo. I know, I know. So, yeah. So, 2020. You know, everybody's like now waiting for 2021. Well, I mean, do you blame us? Well, but I don't even see it that way because like the problems we have in 2020, 2020, the problems we have in 2020, it's not like midnight is going to strike and we'll be like, no, oh, it's over. Not chico, pero you know, it's it's the new year. It's new possibilities. It's starting fresh. Ay, por favor, don't give me that Hallmark bullshit. Listen, you have to have, you know, hope and all that crap. 
you know, don't give me that Hallmark bullshit. I have You're one of the most positive people I that positive, I know. I am positive, but you okay? know what? That's like, I'm also realistic. And all the problems you have, you know, now people are out of work because of COVID. And now their mortgage payments are going to be so out of date that they're going to start foreclosing. Oh, no. You know what? This is going to turn bitter. This is our Christmas. This I, is our I know. Christmas oh, episode. Make me happy again. Make me happy again. Say, say happy things. Sturong. Yes. Sturong. <laughs> Dale. Comi burrito sabanero. You know what song I always think of in Christmas? That I, for the longest time, didn't know was a Christmas song what? in Spanish. Eh, de Los Peces en el Río. Pero mira como ven. By Pandora, Los Peces en el Río. Pero mira como ven. You know what? Dios nacido. So I never thought about that as a Christmas song. So Pandora can be the bracelet. It can be the music app. Or the, uh, the music, Where you can listen the to us. app or the box. When somebody says Pandora, until this day, you think I think it? of the Mexican singing, singing group. Now, <laughs> does that happen if they say Pandora? I when I hear no, because when I because sometimes it's a, the accent is you what will why? trigger me. Pandora is a word that I think of in Spanish. Pandora, okay. Pandora. So when they say Pandora, I'm like Pandora. Oh, <laughs> pero mira cómo siempre domingo. So listeners, I mean, you have to be of a certain age to remember. To, yeah, because Pandora was a very very famous. Uh, they were a trio, and they were they were big in like the late eighties, early nineties. For some reason, I think of them as the Mexican expose. I could see that, but they their biggest hits were actually covers of uh, Juan Gabriel. Okay, and um, they were always on Siempre en Domingo, always. Well, as one does. I mean, apparently everybody was. Well, Talia was on like eight thousand times. No, she was like. Remember when she I was like the queen of. She was on Siempre Domingo, I think, seventy-two times. And like Loco Mia, saying Loco Mia, they were on forty. And the thing, the thing about her was that she was on Siempre Domingo Dalia from the very, very beginning to like the very like she like never the last episode, it, yeah, right. Because by the time that show ended in like the late nineties, you know, yeah. she was already a superstar. See, sí, sí, yeah, she was like a mora la mexicana. She yeah. was still on 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 Siempre Domingo. Yeah, Siempre Domingo. Yeah, and it's like she never outgrew Siempre. Domingo. You don't outgrow your home. Clearly. 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 So, you know, Turrone, So, um, but yeah, actually, going back to um, eh, Mi Burrito Sabanero, yeah. that is the song that I actually listened to the, the most growing up. That and Feliz Navidad, obviamente. And um, we have tapes of me singing that song. Oh. Two or three year old. Yeah. Oh, I want to see this now. Here. Oh, okay. Audio recording. Yes. Okay, okay. It's, it's, it's a okay. tape, yeah. This is before we had a camera. Oh, okay, okay. You know, when we got the camera, so I remember my aunt, uh, they were the first people that to get a video camera. Mm. They got a video camera in 1986. The ones next door. Yes. So from 1986 on, our lives are heavily documented because... Cameras, video cameras at that time were such a novelty that you would record everything. everything. Like, everything. You go into the bathroom, you, uh, niño in a baño, right? Right. Eh, eh, fulano chapeando patio. Right. Uh, let's put the camera on the <laughs> tripod and just, you know, take See pic- what happens. Uh, see what, you know, us on a swing, you know, like. Right, right, yeah. Uh, going to the mall. And what was really funny with them was that, again, they were like one of the first people to get like a video camera. Right. Is that for a few years there, they kept being invited to weddings and 15s so they could record. Them. And I love you. They're not, they're not photographers. They were just 
Lo voy a decir, ay, Silvia, tú puedes venir a los 15 de Magali para que le puedas tomar un poquito no, de video. No te olvides la cámara. Un, un, un poco de video ahí. And then, you know, they were expecting this, like, mega Michael Bay production. You know? <laughs> Can you imagine if, like, on the down low, your aunt and uncle had, like, a total editing suite? Like, they would yeah. just <laughs> edit all the Kingsas videos? Yeah, yeah. And you know, another thing is that, like, back then, I think that this is, like, the evolution of home videos. Right. Because now, obviously, with with camera phones the concept of home video is completely different yeah because now home videos used to be of like special occasions and they were now long you have, now you have everything they you... were long but now it's like smaller little moments yeah, yeah, yeah so which one's better i don't know i've always I've, i've said this like i always enjoy looking back on it video or pictures of everyday things Then of special occasions. Yeah, I was reminded of that actually when this year my my aunt's husband passed away, and they put together a video tribute. You know, at, at the at the way. Well, he he had, he was cremated, so you know had a, a memorial, and there were so many videos like you were saying where it was just like the day to day. You know what I mean? It was just like at one point one of my cousins had just grabbed the camera and started comiendo mierda, you know, in the backyard and a barbecue and whatever, and it felt more special. To see yeah. those things because, like, let's take something as simple as, like, you know, nowadays everybody has a kid, you know, you're posting pictures of your kid on Instagram. Oh, the first steps. and the, Like, everything is just, like, we're so used to it being broadcast to the world. Whereas before it was, like, if you didn't catch it at that moment, you know, you had to be ready. Right. You know, you, it had to be, like, okay, go. And you preserved it and you treasured it. Now... I mean, God, it's, again, we're getting into depressing territory, but it's like memories now are almost disposable. Well, for me, they're not. No, but no, no, no. But you know what <laughs> but I mean. Yes, but I you know, know what, what I mean. you're talking about. I know what you're talking about because a lot of people use social media as their album, right? Right. And while Instagram, for example, um, and I get it, it's I've there forever. Been on Instagram five years. You've been much longer than I have. Yeah. You've been on like going on ten years. Probably. So I'm sure that if you scroll back to the very beginning. You know, it, it really is... It's a time capsule of... Uh, right, of your life. Yeah. But then I always think, like, listen, I had a time capsule of my life on MySpace, and that went away. <laughs> like, Actually, you know that? Not that long ago, maybe about two or three years ago, I actually went onto MySpace, and yeah. I downloaded all of the pictures that I had yeah. there. You know what? I did that, too. I, actually, I did that same thing. I mean, and it's funny, because I'm like, oh, my God, yeah, this picture. I had for, there were pictures I'd picture. totally forgotten about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's funny, because my MySpace pictures, I was on... MySpace during my law school years, and oh. that's when I was like in the. Well, I wouldn't say in the. That's I was true. in the most athletic shape of my life. I I think I was in. But you were in your college years. We're all in yeah, our best no, shape. I was, younger, type of I was thing. like yeah. in good shape because I was thinner. Right. Although I liked more the shape I was in three years ago, that I was thicker but more muscular, whatever. Right. Um, but you know, we were we were younger, and so right. and I was like, coño, I was like, que que titi like those size thirty you know. jeans. <laughs> like, oh. That's when I almost dressed exclusively from American Eagle. <laughs> Okay, bueno. Before we get into the sodas. I think that jingle, 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 jingle. Wonderful time. So this year, year, we're taking a little bit of a cue from the Ellen show. No, we're not going to start yelling at our PAs. We're going to do, like, similar to her 12 days of giveaways, we're going to do, I think it's six days of giveaways. Six days of giveaways. Five gold rings. Can I do? Can I do one run, please? One run of. You know what? You know what? 
on the 12th day of Christmas, my true love gave to me 12 pipers piping, 11 drummers drumming, 10 lords of leaping, 9 ladies dancing, 8 maids of milking, 7 swans of swimming, 6 geese of laying, 5 golden rings, 4 calling birds, 3 French hens, 2 turtle doves. And a partridge in a pear tree. I got that out of my system now. Go ahead. So on that note, we're going to be doing some giveaways leading up to Christmas. Um, you know, some of our local faves here have been really, really great giving us gift cards. You know, we've got food from, you know, like Dos Croquetas. We've got merch with Martha Miami. We're actually going to kick it off by giving away one of our Lechong Life shirts uh, today, Pero Friday. So the way we're going to do it is, you know, and I'll, we'll post it and the, the, the rules will be there. But it's basically just we'll be doing the post at like 9 a.m., pulling the winner at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You know, so it's just like, boom, keep going, keep going. You know, pick a winner and, and sigue palante. So it's our way of giving back to you. How many days is it going to be? Uh, six days right now. The pero, let me tell you, six, six days, days of, of Christmas. Christmas. Because we never do anything like everybody else. It's six, who has six days? It's always 12, right? Mira. Or eight days. We're like the Icantina review. Like we never do anything. Feel like Christmas? What that, song is that? That's Eight Days of Christmas by Destiny's Child. Oh. Not one of the greater Christmas. No, no, no. I, so. I was like, I was like, that doesn't sound like the NSYNC one. No. That's a good... <laughs> that is a great that one. Is a good that is a great song. Christmas song. Um, so we're going to have six days... Six of, days of, of, giveaways, of, of giveaways. Of giving away. And they're all going to be gift cards. And, you know... I. If you are not from Miami, Can you know I what? join the contest? No, Chico. You join the contest. You join the contest. But even if you're not from I Miami, want croquetas. you can. You, no, I want more than dos croquetas. You want more? You want like eight croquetas? I want croquetas from dos croquetas, but I just don't want dos croquetas. Well, it's good that you brought that up because since we are doing gift cards, some of some of our our you know our friends, even if you don't live in Miami, you can order from them like dos croquetas, yeah. so you can win. But you know, some are a little more local. So you know what I love when we uh, spoke to Alex from Dos Croquetas uh-huh. that you know he was talking about the inspiration of dos croquetas that he noticed that it, to the ventanitas that you would everybody go was to, orders it would be like quiero dos croquetas. Do croqueta. I'm like what I never order dos croquetas. I order like five. Bueno, pero for me, pero he means que. <laughs> Minimum. No, no, no. I Minimum. know, I know, I know. Like, nobody ever goes and be like, dame una croquetita. Right, right. Nobody, right, right. No, he's right. Yeah, But yeah. what I'm saying but is like, like Especially at dos croquetas, I'm like, I want a flight. Mira, empezando, que I have cuatro muelas. Yeah. So I need one for each. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyway, yeah, the six days of Pero Let Me Tell You giveaways. giveaways. Yep. That's awesome. Yep. Bueno, you know what? Other Sturrón me tiene con una C. Actually, I was going to keep it short and simple for our last soda. Go for it. I, you know, our last soda to our listeners. I agree, but I actually, I, because you gave it to our listeners in the Thanksgiving episode, so it's I short it and sweet, and I, and I think they're deserving of it, but I, I actually have a last soda. I'm actually going to give my last soda to you. To me? To you. Because, you know what, this was a pretty, oh, let's go with challenging year <laughs> across the board. It was. But I feel like, you know, you specifically, you know, you've always been very civic-minded, You've always, you know, had like this, you know, I want to do something, I want to do something. And you really took, you know, lemons and made lemonade in that sense. You know, obviously you're self-employed, so things weren't as great as past years for you. They were not. But you, but you know what? you <laughs> They are not. They are not. <laughs> but you, you know, you started working with the Democratic Party of Miami and, you know, it's something you were very passionate about. And, you know, you and I have had many conversations about this off, off air, but you know, it was something you're very passionate about and you were actually part of the change. And, you know, like we say all the time, it's one thing to jump on your phone and post, you know, like, oh, you know, 
hashtag Black Lives Matter, right? Okay, great. Then what? You know what I mean? Yeah. But you went out and you marched. You, you know, you joined the cause. You organized. So you know what? You really did a lot of positive in a year that had its fair share of negatives. So, you know, I wanted to give you my last soda. Well, thank you. Wow, I'm like double double humbled <laughs> first with Lisette's letter and, and that. Well, as thank you. As I always say, um, I've I've adopted a very, very simple motto in my life, which is be part of the solution, not the problem. Yeah. And um, that's all what I've always kind of um, thought about, especially in my adult mm-hmm. years. Um, you know, there's a million problems. There's a million, a million things, no matter who you are, no matter what your views are. And most people just sit there, complain, oh, this sucks, this sucks, this sucks, this sucks, but don't actually do anything. And, um, you know, it's very cliche, but one person can do a lot. But, um, yeah, be part of the solution, not the problem. Exactly. That's um, that's what I hope for everybody in 2021. 2021. Well, guys, yeah. that's it. This is our last episode of 2020. Yes, we will be back. Let's say when we will be back. Hold on, hold on. I have the date here. You have the date? Good. Tell, yes. tell me the date because I have to write that shit down. We will be back. Hold on. Yeah, you know, we always take a couple weeks off in December so that we can, you know, recargar la batería and, you know, and get everything. That's not, that sounds like a personal problem if okay. you're going forward or backwards. We will be back January 20... No. January 22nd. January 22nd. Yes. January 22nd will be the premiere of season four, season four of Pero Let Me Tell You. On our way to episode 150. 150. Maybe. Just maybe. maybe next year. We can do something. We could do something. We don't. You know what? I'm sure that by then we can do something. I don't know. I don't know what it would be. It wouldn't be what we wanted to do as big, but I think we can do something. I hope so. So everybody, thank you so much. You know, um, this is... The last episode of season three. Again, we thank you for jo- you know being part of this ride, uh, especially this year that, as Ish said, was uh, so hard for so many people. And even here, just our format changed from one day to the next. Yeah, from one week to the next, it's like okay, well, we got to figure out <laughs> how the hell are we going to record because we're, like, we're not stopping the podcast. <laughs> yeah, screw that. No, no. Okay, are we? Um, and we did, and um, you know, but thank you guys for joining us and um, you know being part of you know the pero let me tell you family um you know to all the people who have written to us and dm'd us throughout the year and from the very beginning thank you thank you thank you um we do this again as we stated at the beginning of the episode uh so everybody can have a good time (laughs) priorities we hope you listen laughed and learn and as always grab your patelito your croqueta and your cafecito and thank you for joining us Pero Let Me Tell You is co-hosted by Darian Borges and Ismaeliano, produced by Ismaeliano, and our theme, Pero Let Me Tell You Freestyle, is composed by Michael Angelo Lomlaplex, the official gay guy. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 